I think we can all agree that learning is more fun when you do it with friends, right? So if one of your summer goals is to learn more about the science of reading and how to incorporate it into your classroom, then let me invite you to join our free summer book study. During the month of June, we are gonna be hosting a free book study for teachers just like you, where we are gonna work our way through the book, Shifting the Balance, Six Ways to Bring the Science of Reading into Your Upper Elementary Classroom. And we'd love to have you join us. We're gonna read one chapter a week and inside our book study Facebook group, you're gonna get to participate in things like our weekly Facebook Live, discussion posts, you're gonna get some really awesome freebies and the chance to win some stellar prizes. All of this is going to help you align your instruction with the science of reading next year. It's gonna be fun. And even if you don't think you'll have time to read every single chapter, still consider joining. You're gonna get a lot out of the group even if you don't have time to read the entire text. So I hope to see you this summer where we can all learn alongside each other. You can sign up at stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. That's all one word, stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. And I'll see you inside our group. You're listening to episode number 47 of the Stellar Teacher Podcast. Teaching literacy is tough, but with the right tools, you can be not only good, but great. Amazing. I'm talking off the charts impactful. Hey, I'm Sarah Marie, a literacy specialist with over a decade of experience working as a classroom teacher and school administrator. Tune in each week to this podcast to hear no fluff lesson ideas and strategies that will help you feel confident in your abilities to truly grow your students as readers. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hey friends, happy Monday. If you tuned in last week, then you heard that I am going to be trying something new this fall with the podcast. And each month I am going to be doing a little mini series on a specific topic or category. And if you happen to listen to my podcasts back in September, then you know that we spent pretty much the entire month talking all about the mini lesson. Who knew that something that only takes 12 minutes could take up the entire month of podcast episodes. But This month for the month of October, we are digging deep into some of the most challenging and important comprehension skills for upper elementary students and teachers. And of course, with this podcast, I want to make sure that what I record is helpful for you. This this podcast is for you guys. And every episode I record with the goal of having it be encouraging and filled with actionable tips and strategies. And so I would just love to hear from you if you like the idea of these monthly mini-series, and if so, I'll continue to plan in that way, and if not, I can always go back to kind of what I was doing when I first started this, but like I said, I just want to make sure that this podcast is helpful for you, so don't hesitate to reach out to me. You guys know you can find me over on Instagram at The Stellar Teacher Company or our free Facebook group, Upper Elementary Reading Teachers, but this is our second week of our comprehension skill series, and This week, we are going to focus on nonfiction, and we are going to talk about strategies that you can use to teach students to identify the main idea of a nonfiction text. But before I jump into those specific strategies, I want to take a minute just to talk about the difference between comprehension skills 
and comprehension strategies. And those terms get thrown around a lot in the education space. And I'm sure that you have probably read plenty of blog posts about reading skills and strategies. And you've probably purchased some products on TPT that are going to help you teach reading skills and strategies. And sometimes I think we aren't necessarily careful enough with the separation of these terms. And I know personally that I can sometimes be lazy and use these terms interchangeably or at the same time. I talk about reading skills and strategies but there's definitely a difference. And since I'm talking about strategies in this episode, I want to take a minute to clarify. So when we're talking about a reading skill, that is ultimately what we want our students to do. And in the case of today's episode, the skill is for students to identify the main idea of a nonfiction text. That is the skill that we want them to be able to apply independently. Being able to identify the main idea is going to help them make progress towards mastering the standard, whatever it is in your state, as well as ensure that they are understanding the text they are reading. Now, the reading strategy is how they will accomplish that skill. The reality of it is, is there are so many different ways a student can identify the main idea of a nonfiction text. A nonfiction text. And in fact, today, I have seven different strategies that you could teach your students to use that will help them figure out the main idea which is what the text is mostly about. And I think the thing that is so important is that we need to make sure that we keep our ultimate goal in mind. And the goal of our reading instruction is not for students to master specific strategies, but for them to use strategies to work on mastering specific skills. So for example, a common strategy used to help students summarize a fiction text is the somebody wanted but so then strategy. And this helps students summarize any fiction text that they read and somebody wanted but so then that strategy isn't part of any state standard, at least that I know of. So if your students don't ever master that strategy, if they never figure out how to use somebody wanted but so then to summarize, that's okay. As long as they have other strategies that will help them effectively summarize fiction text. And I think it's really important for us to remind ourselves that the goal is the skill, not the strategy. The strategy is going to help students master the skill. And when I think back on my own teaching career, I really started to notice a huge difference in the effectiveness of my instruction when I started to teach students a wide range of strategies, and then I let them decide which ones made the most sense to them. And my instruction used to look like this before I got really big into reading strategies. It would start off with me explaining what we were going to focus on. So, you know, this week we're going to focus all on the main idea. And I would define what that reading focus was. I made sure that my students knew that the main idea is what the text is mostly about and that there's going to be supporting details in the text and maybe provide an example on an anchor chart or a PowerPoint or something. And I would go really in-depth with my explanation, show some examples, you know, of main idea if we're text is about animals or if it's about ice cream or if it's about, you know, vacations, whatever it is, talk about these examples, show some analogies, find the supporting details. We would read and discuss the main idea. I would even do a think aloud where I would read and tell students what the main idea was, you know, and I would show them in my head, like, look, I read the text and here's the main idea. And I would assess them at the end of the week on main idea. Uh, And before I got big into workshop, it'd be through a multiple choice test. So here's the passage, circle the answer that shows the main idea. But what my instruction was missing was giving students a roadmap or their own set of tools that they could use to try out and practice during their own independent reading. I never showed my students how to find the main idea. 
I would just tell them that they should, you know, find the main idea. It's what the text is mostly about. It's going to help you understand it. This is important for our comprehension. Do this. But I never showed them exactly how to find the main idea. So when you're teaching your students strategies, you are giving them the how for that specific skill. Now, I remember when I first heard this idea of reading strategies, I was like, okay, this makes sense. It's all coming together. I understand it. This sounds great. I am all for it. But then I realized that I had no idea what strategies to teach. And it would be things like, okay, I'm teaching main idea, but how how do I actually do that? How do I teach that? Where are these strategies? And if I'm being honest, coming up with strategies as teachers can be really hard because like I mentioned in last week's episode about making inferences, reading is so abstract, comprehension is at least. And what we we do it as adults and we apply comprehension skills all the time. But as adult and mature readers, we don't always know exactly what our brain is doing to come up with a main idea or whatever skill it is. And I'm still learning and becoming more aware of how I read. And I try to use my own how to be able to help other teachers be more effective. So anyways, all that to say, the goal is not for your students to master these strategies, but the goal is for you to provide strategies that will give your students a roadmap to help them identify the main idea. And then they can pick and choose the ones that resonate the most with them. So that way they feel confident in their ability to identify the main idea. So hopefully that makes sense. So today I'm going to share seven strategies with you that you could teach. I would maybe not start off with all seven, pick two or three that you think would be helpful and teach those to your students. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. The first strategy that I like to teach students is this idea of asking questions about the topic. And there's kind of like a three-step process to this one. So first, I have students identify the topic of the text, which is like the single word or phrase. Maybe it is about animal adaptations. Maybe it's about recycling. Maybe it's about, you know, marsupials, whatever it is. They identify the topic, and then I have them ask, so this would be step two, ask, what does the author want me to know about this topic? And when students ask that question, that is usually going to help them to identify the main idea. So the main idea isn't the topic. The main idea is what the author wants me to know about the topic. So it's that strategy is really simple. It's really three steps. It's one, identify the topic. Two, ask Step two is ask, what does the author want me to know about this topic? And then step three is taking your answer to that question and turning it into the main idea. So that is a super simple one. And I like I like this strategy because it helps students realize that the topic and the main idea are different. The next strategy that you could teach your students is for them to identify the topic sentence. I like to teach my students about topic sentences. We talk about it in writing. And anytime I can make a connection between reading and writing, I think that's helpful. And so I like to teach students to look for the topic sentence. And this one can be really sort of like helpful as like an entry point. The topic sentence a lot of times is the first sentence of a paragraph. And so you can show students and teach them to, you know, read this first sentence and see if that topic sentence is the sentence that identifies the main idea for the entire paragraph. A strategy like this, you have to be careful with, though, because not every topic sentence is the first sentence. Sometimes the topic sentence is the last sentence. Sometimes the topic sentence is, you know, maybe the second sentence because they used a hook. But it's really helpful to let students know that there is going to be one sentence in the paragraph that is going to state the main idea for that paragraph or section, and it helps them sort of read with intention. So anytime we're talking about main idea, I make sure my students know that the topic sentence is one way that they can look for clues to help them identify the main idea. 
The next strategy that I like to teach students is to look for headings or subheadings. And this is great because it brings in nonfiction text features. And anytime that we can, I think, make a connection, you know, between multiple reading skills and just showing students how it all connects, I just think that is, you know, so powerful. So I like to show students that the headings usually are going to give you a clue and it's going to help you preview what that section is going to be about. Now, sometimes the heading might just be a single word or a phrase, but again, that heading tells the reader or the subheading what that entire section, what that paragraph is going to be about, which means the heading is a clue that can help you determine the main idea of that section. So I like to have students sort of just think, you know, okay, when you see a heading, what is that section mostly going to be about? What does the author want you to learn? How does this section relate to the overall text? And just sort of paying attention to the heading and think about it. They usually can use those clues to help them come up with the main idea of that portion of the text. So having your students look specifically at the headings or subheadings is a great way for them to identify the main idea. You could even use this if you're wanting to have them identify like the main idea of just a paragraph or two, just looking at that section. But you could also then have them look at all of the different headings in the entire text and use that to come up with the main idea for, you know, the entire book or the entire article and not just that one specific section. So it works for both the main idea of a smaller section and the main idea of the entire text. Another strategy that can be really helpful, and again, depending on the text, is to have your students look for repeated words or phrases. And I always like to tell students that, you know, as teachers, we often repeat ourselves. You know, think about the number of times that you tell your students, did you put your name on your paper? Make sure you put your name on your paper. Double check. Make sure your name is in the top corner of your paper. And we tell them that because it's important for them to have their name on the paper. And so when we repeat something, it's usually because it's important. So if an author is going to repeat a keyword or phrase over and over again in a text, that's the sign that it's probably important. And so I, a lot of times, will have students just keep a list of what are words or phrases. Now, this is where you have to, you know, make sure students understand we're not looking for basic words like is the, you know, at and all of that stuff, but keywords, content specific words. But have them just keep a list of, you know, what words or phrases do you see over and over again? And more than likely, they'll start to notice whether it's a a pattern or the same phrases used or a set of synonyms. And those words, again, can usually help them figure out the main idea of the text. So looking for repeated words or phrases is another strategy that your students could use to be able to identify and figure out the main idea of a nonfiction text. And then the this next one is, this one's kind of fun, and I feel like it sort of like gets students to think, you know, create, creatively a little bit. But I have students consider the title, and you could do this in a couple different ways. One, you could have students look at the title, and, you know, you could have them think about, does this title tell you what the text is mostly about? Because most of the time, whatever the title is, especially if it's for nonfiction, it's going to give the reader clues about what they're going to be reading. It's going to state the topic, probably. It might even state a little bit about the topic, what you're going to learn. And so you could either have students look at the title and sort of evaluate, does this match up with the main idea? Or you could have them brainstorm two or three titles that they could come up with that they think would match the main idea. Or whether it's an article or a text, you could completely cover up the title before your students read it. And then have your students read it, read the text, and then before you have them come up with the main idea, have them brainstorm what a possible title for the text could be. And then usually that title is going to have some sort of connection to 
the main idea. So again, that can be fun because students, you know, they get to sort of think about what would they what would they name it, but you know, they have to think about the topic, they have to think about what does the author want me to know, what am I going to be learning, what information is shared, and then have them come up with the title. And the the title as it is written will not be the main idea, but it is going to help them sort of be the bridge to help them then think about and determine the main idea. Another strategy that you could have your students do is keep a running list of facts as they are reading. And this is good because, again, you're sort of talking about main idea, but you're also then talking about facts and opinions. And I like to have students as they are reading, just this is a good sort of like stop and jot, but as they're reading, jot down important facts or statistics or information that is shared. You know, this could be on a post-it note, this could be on a notebook, but they're just going to jot down important facts. And it's important that it's the facts and not necessarily the opinions. And then when they're done, try to have them come up with, you know, five to seven, something like that. Give them a sort of number to shoot for. And then you want them to study all of the facts, you know, sort of like review them and see what what commonality, what facts are shared in this text, what information is is being presented to the reader. What can I learn from these facts? And then they're going to put it all together and they're going to think about how do these facts, these facts connect to the main idea. And this would be a little bit more of like a higher level one. So this would be really good if you're wanting your students to really, you know, kind of practice those synthesizing skills because they have to figure out what's important, jot down the facts, and then use those facts to come up with a main idea. But again, if you're looking for strategies, how do I get my students to figure out what the main idea is? Well, if they can write down the important facts that are shared in the text, they're going to be able to figure out what the text is mostly about. And then the last strategy, and we use this one a lot. Um, This one works really well for like test prep, but it's helpful for any text that you're reading, it is to teach your students to break up the text into smaller sections. And rather than waiting until the very end to think about what is this text mostly about, they're basically going to ask that question at the end of every section. And you can teach students to break it up by paragraphs, by, you know, sections if there's text features at the end of every page. But basically, you know, at the end of every section, they're going to pause and they're going to ask, what was this section mostly about? What was this section mostly about? You know, what was this section mostly about? So it's just very repetitive, very easy, and they just jot down their notes. And then in the end, they go back and they look at all of their notes, and then they use their notes to help them come up with the main idea. So again, this one is a little bit bigger on the synthesis because they have to like be able to determine what's important from each section. And then in the end, they have to take all of their notes from each section and put it together to come up with the main idea. This one works well if it's a shorter text. I I try not to have students do this one if it is like an entire book or a longer article because that just gets to be, it just gets to be a little bit exhausting and fatigue. I also think about what strategy is appropriate for what text. But if it is like a single page article or a short text, it can work really well because again, they're just, they're pausing after every, every paragraph and thinking, you know, what is this text mostly about? So those are the seven strategies. Let me quickly repeat them. One, ask questions about the topic. Two, have your students identify the topic sentence. Three, have your students look for headings and subheadings. Four, have them look for repeated words or phrases. Five, have them think about and consider a possible title. Six, you're going to have them keep a list of facts. And then seven, they're going to break up the text into smaller sections. And all of these strategies are going to help your students work on mastering the skill of identifying the main idea. And like I said, you don't need to teach all seven, but you might want to think about, especially if you haven't taught main idea yet, you might want to think about teaching three or four different strategies to start. And the reason why I like to teach multiple strategies is for a few reasons. First of all, not every strategy is going to work with every text. For example, not every text has headings or subheadings. And while that's a good strategy that will work for texts that have headings or subheadings, if that is the only strategy we teach our students, 
they might then be confused or stuck when they get to a text that doesn't have headings and they don't know how to identify the main idea. So I think it's really important to make sure students have a wide range of strategies. So that way, if they try a strategy and it doesn't work for that text, they have something else that they can try. And then another reason why it's important to teach multiple strategies is not every strategy is going to resonate with every student. Some students are going to be able to quickly pinpoint and identify the topic sentence in every paragraph, and that's going to make it easy for them. And other students might struggle with a topic sentence, you know, if it, if, especially if, if they're very sort of literal and the first sentence isn't always the topic sentence, they might not feel confident in their ability to identify it. So they might say, you know what, that's a good strategy. It doesn't really work for me. I'm going to use something that I can rely on. I'm going to break up the text into smaller sections, or I'm going to look for repeated words or phrases. But that way they can pick the strategy that they feel the most confident in. And then I also think it's really helpful for students to have multiple strategies to use as a self-check or a way for them to monitor and confirm their thinking. So if they, you know, use the topic sentence to find the main idea, can they also look for repeated words or phrases in that paragraph just to confirm their thinking about it? So making sure students realize that sometimes it can be helpful to try to use multiple strategies to see if we get to the same result. So hopefully you are feeling just a little bit more excited and confident in your ability to teach main idea to your students. So whether you have already taught nonfiction, you can you know always use these strategies when you start spiraling or in small group, or if you haven't taught nonfiction yet and you're getting ready to teach main idea, hopefully this just gives you, you know, some more ideas on strategies that you can use to help your students teach this very important or master this very important skill of main idea. And of course, just so you know, if you are one of the members inside our Stellar Teacher Reading Membership, membership, then be sure to go check out the main ideas section inside the membership. We have an entire category of resources that includes mini lessons and strategy groups and graphic organizers that will help you teach all of these strategies, plus several other ones. And if you aren't a member... <laughs> but you're still looking for some main idea resources because I know sometimes it can be helpful to get the ideas, but you're like, I also don't want to create the anchor charts or the graphic organizers for these strategies. Can you please help me? I do have some main idea resources in my TPT store that we will include in the show notes. So if you're looking for just a little extra help with saving time, preparing for some of these strategies, be sure to check out the show notes or the link to TPT. Or if you're one of our members, go check out the main idea section inside the membership. And then, like I said, just know that even if you don't want to purchase any additional resources, all of these strategies can be easily taught. All you need is a nonfiction text and the time to be able to sit down and model and show your students how these strategies help them find the main idea. So you guys know I absolutely love hearing from you. If you have any ideas for upcoming episodes or if you have a specific comprehension skill or strategy or standard that you want me to focus on in an upcoming episode, do not hesitate to reach out to me. You can find me over on Instagram at the Stellar Teacher Company, and I hope you have a great week, and I cannot wait to see you back here next Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Stellar Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are finding value in this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would follow along and leave a five-star positive review. This helps me spread the word to more and more teachers just like you. And don't forget to join me over on Instagram at The Stellar Teacher Company. You can always find the links and resources from this episode in the show notes at StellarTeacher.com. I'll see you back here next week.